0: Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven
1: by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Speed
0: Freaks. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Kenny Sargent.
1: Aging <laughs> Dr. Douchebag.
0: Crash Gladys. Get
1: in Crash Position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the oh, no, freak. Tournament free.
2: Well, Creek Nation with NFL ended to its fourth week, and there's been some fantastically strange finishes already. That's exactly what we got this afternoon in the Roval inside Charlotte Motor Speedway. That's what we got. Uh, Brad Kozlowski (laughs) decides to forget what the hell he was doing. It was incredible. Brad Kozlowski going into that last restart prior to the debacle that was turn one in that restart. Six laps to go. Six laps to go. Got it. It's as if he forgot everything that he was taught when it comes to driving. And it, uh, all of us do that from time to time where you may be on the freeway for 10 or 15 minutes and you think, what the hell did I just do for those 10 minutes? You don't even remember going down that, that I-10 or that 405 or that 604. I have no idea what there's a freeway or the 604. But that's exactly what happened with Brad Casalsi today on the Roval Freak Nation. A part- on
3: a restart. He does not forget what he's doing on a restart. All right, we'll get into that in a little bit. I just, wow. But then that's not even the worst of it no, today.
2: So needless to say, a lot of things to talk about what happened in Charlotte today with the NASCAR Cup Series. And that that restart with six laps to go. I, I thought Statman, it was kind of like a, is that how you pull into your garage, Statman? You you may get what, maybe a 40, 50 yard start and you just slam the brakes on hoping you don't run into the back of the wall?
4: I think what's crazier are the, all the the four cars that just slid. They saw what happened and they just locked them up and slid right into him. I, you know, the, well that must be the way we start the race.
2: <laughs> oh man, if you get a chance, just just find it online and get a load of this restart. And it's not as if this was happening happening in the first stage or the second stage. I, I get the urgency of this restart in the Cup Series with six laps to go, but to forget. <laughs> Everything that you've been taught as a big boy driver and to lock lock up your rear wheels and then decide to T-bone the tires, well, that's what you got with this afternoon's race. Uh, Blaney getting his first race win ever in the big boy series. So congratulations to Ryan Blaney here in the Freak Nation. Hey,
3: sometimes you just have to be in the right position. He was racing around in third. Nobody really talking about him because everybody was focused on Jimmy Johnson. He has a chance to win this race, but it doesn't matter if he wins the race. He's going to move on in the playoffs. Well, neither of those things happened, and then Ryan Blaney did come in to take the win, and who cares how you get your first win? A win is a win is a win. If you luck into it, fine. It's still a win.
2: I don't want to give it away, but Statman and the Statman scat coming up in about 20 minutes, it's similar to what Ryan Blaney did, only in that Ryan Blaney was in the right place at the right time when... (laughs) When your leader and your second-place card decided to, you know, we're going to go after it. It has no significance on us making the playoffs other than Jimmy Johnson needed to finish, you know, the top ten. To, oh, sorry about that, Jimmy.
3: Oh, it's, no, he still finished in the top ten. Just eighth wasn't high enough.
2: Again, Statman, I don't want to give away your scat coming up in about 15 minutes, but, yeah, right place, right time for Blaney. That might have been
4: the dumbest thing ever I've ever seen Jimmy Johnson do. Yes. That – that was dumb. That was dumb. And don't I, and the Twitter verse. They're gonna come. Who's gonna try to win if he sees a chance? When you got a chance to win a championship, fit, trying to win an inconsequential race on the way to that championship, that doesn't matter. That was dumb. And I'm a I'm a huge Jimmy Johnson fan, but that was dumb.
3: And. Our guest with Reuters and Sirius XM NASCAR, Lewis Frank, will argue the opposite with you, Statman, when he comes up in just about 10 minutes.
2: So Lewis Frank will be here in the Freak Nation. Also, Brian Sellers running for a championship in the GTD class, running on those Continental tires in the in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. He'll be in here. Also, a freaking flashback with A.J. Allmendinger. Word came out last week that A.J. Allmendinger, Allmendinger does not have a ride for 2019. Definitely a Freak Nation fave. This goes back five years ago. Uh, just a, just after he was reinstated or eligible to come back into Cup and or into NASCAR and run and he got himself a big race win mid-Ohio in the Nationwide Series so we're going to do a little little bit of freaking flashback with AJ Allmendinger also the Royal Rumble coming up January 2019 it's going to land in Phoenix Arizona we caught up with WWE superstar Daniel Bryan Prior to him throwing out the first pitch for the Dodgers Diamondbacks game, a little bit of batting practice. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. So needless to show, big, needless to say, big big show for you coming up here in the Freak Nation. Again, be a part of this thing, man. We're there for you on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and and regardless of what you think of that finish in uh, in Charlotte, Lewis Frank with Reuters and SiriusXM, he may have a take that. You may fully agree with there's no black and white man. I promise you, we'll hit it. Coming up the first Crash Flight is put news and notes.
0: Speed freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, Redefined. the freaks.
2: Welcoming in another round of affiliates here on Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. That's right, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for tuning in. Coming up, an A.J. Allmendinger freaking flashback from five years ago. He'll be in here. WWE superstar Daniel Bryan will be with us. Louis Frank from XM And Reuters, he was there this weekend for the cup races, cup race and Xfinity race. Also coming up, Brian Sellers, GTD points leader in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. But first, Crash Gladys, Pit News & Notes brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You do what all of us should do. Well, we do. We go to ContinentalTire.com to find the tire for a righteous ride. It's Continental Tire for what you do.
3: We'll get to that NASCAR roval in just a bit. Yes, we've been talking about it a lot already. But first, we need to circle back about a decade or so to find team orders yet again in Formula One. This weekend, Russia, Valtteri Bottas started from pole and led the opening stint of the race. And then Mercedes instructed him to move aside for his teammate and points leader, Lewis Hamilton, at about the halfway mark to ensure that Lewis Hamilton could provide maximum damage against Sebastian Vettel. So, yes, now with the win, Lewis Hamilton with the win, he sits 50 points ahead of his rival, Sebastian Vettel, in the championship. Yes, his teammate was asked to move aside while leading the race. So this takes us into the big argument of the show tonight. Do you race to win or do you race for an overall championship? Clearly you don't race to win in Formula One because, well, that wasn't going to happen today for Valtteri. All right, let's get to that Charlotte Roval. Chase Briscoe taking the win in the Xfinity Series. And then, of course, it was Ryan Blaney today. But it was Ryan Blaney today because, well, six laps to go. Kislowski smacks the wall and takes out a bunch of contenders. Yeah, Kyle Busch was one of them. Yeah, Kyle Larson was one of them. Okay, red flag, clear everything up, back to yellow and then everybody's racing for it. Will Eric Almirola get in? Will Kyle Larson get in? That's one side of the TV that you're watching. On the other side, you're watching Martin Truex Jr. and Jimmy Johnson race for the lead. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson crashes out, Martin Truex. Yeah, okay, Jimmy Johnson's out of the playoffs altogether. Ryan Blaney goes on to take the win. All right, we're gonna talk a lot more about this with Lewis Frank coming up. Basically, Larson and Almirola, they're in the playoffs still. Jimmy Johnson, seven time out. Also, A.J. Allmendigger out of a ride. Hallie Deegan, first female K&N Series winner ever.
2: Louis Frank from Reuters and Sirius XM, coming up.
0: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your Anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001.
3: <laughs> this is going really well. Yeah,
5: so I guess you've heard then. What, you mean that whole saving money with GEICO thing? No, that I'm actually a chess red
2: Pirate to yeah! That
3: was not on the profile.
5: So
6: now you've heard. GEICO, saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball
1: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: All right, Freak Nation, thank you guys for hanging out. Got to talk about that finish. We'll spend some time on it next couple hours. That finish in the Roval this afternoon in Charlotte, and Blaney finally gets himself the first, his first win in the Big Boy Series. His name is Lewis Frank. Been in the Freak Nation several times. Good to get him in, in here, man. He's a he's an attorney. He's he's an he's an attorney, and he has <laughs> uh, Reuters reporter, uh, of course. Uh, works uh, works some pretty deathly hours for Sirius SiriusXM Motorsports Insider. It's uh, it's incredible that you found time to join us tonight, Lewis Frank.
7: Well, I I enjoy great debate, and I've worked for ESPN and sportsillustrated.com. So yeah, I've been around a few years, and but uh, I'm I'm just I'm just really high on today's race. It's <laughs> terrific.
2: <laughs> well, hold on. Now I'm going to read your tweet from three hours ago. You ready? Oh, no. Are You gonna give me the bad one? Uh, go ahead. No, I'm not. No, I'm going to be. I'm going to be kind. Here we go. Okay. As a, this is ahead. this is your tweet from three hours ago. By the way, Lewis Frank joining us here in the Freak Nation. As a lawyer, I see different sides to the roval finish. As a team yep. owner, corporate sponsor, I see that Jimmy screwed up. Hashtag big picture. <laughs> as a person, I feel bad for Martin Truex, and as a fan, I totally support Jimmy. For going for the win, hashtag GFTW. Now I have no idea who the hell you are. <laughs> are you off your med? Which one are you, man?
7: <laughs> well, I'm a Gemini, but that would only explain two and not three, I guess.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I went, I've, I've gone through. I've gone through watching my beautiful wife. Uh, give birth to a baby, and the hormones inside that woman at the time made made me want to lock myself in a safe for about three months. And this, <laughs> and looking at your tweet, kind of reminds me of some of the the sense that she didn't make in those three months. What the hell are you saying, man?
7: I'm just as I practiced law for 25 years in New York. <laughs> there's two and three and four sides to every argument. And like I just, tw- I really enjoy a spirited debate, but I, I'm I'm going to just be an advocate for Jimmy in this case. That that's my deepest feeling on this.
3: Why be you know? an advocate for Jimmy when so many fans they see the other side? Why screw up your championship? You mean Jimmy? Why screw up the championship hunt?
7: Okay, so I I saved my best argument for you guys since you <laughs> asked. So here's the deal. End of the day, it's. It, it's, we're in the money game, you know? It's all about sponsorship, okay? Now, you are a potential sponsor. Think about that. And you got whatever millions it takes these days, and, you know, it's the days of $20 million for one are gone. So I go to you and say, I've got a guy who'll do everything to win. You say, this guy hasn't won 51 races. And I say, he's won 83. I said, who do you want on your team, a guy who will do everything to win or a guy who's going to be a points racer, all right? And business today, profit and loss, is taking risks. And I said, you're going to take a risk with Jimmy because he's going to take a risk for you. And there's my argument. How do you like that? Ooh,
2: on the sponsor side. Statman, you want this one?
4: I don't. I I don't agree with that. See, I risk my case.
7: Okay, jury, What's the jury say?
4: If he's got a chance to, if I'm his sponsor, I want him on TV. I want him in front of many people. I want him doing the best he can. I don't want him crashed. I don't want my car destroyed, my name crashed out, and I don't want him for all intents and purposes, he's gone now for the last, what, two months of the last month, six weeks of the season. He had a chance to win his eighth championship. He blew it just to get an inconsequential race on the way to that.
7: Overruled. Overruled. He's had a terrible year
4: for Jimmy. Well, but that, but that's got me, nothing wait, on, to, wait a minute, Lewis, 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 Lewis I re- I respect, respect you as much. Well, you're overruled. I'm sorry. Overruled. I, I respect <laughs> you as <laughs> much who's as to anybody. To wait a, a minute. As, you're on my earlier earlier in radio in show.
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. I don't care if you're a New York lawyer. Calm down. You're on my radio show. No,
7: you didn't let me finish
4: my point. That's my point. Go ahead. <laughs> the, 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 the point, the point is this, he had a chance to win a championship and now he doesn't just to win an inconsequential race in Charlotte at the end of September. To me, that makes no sense at all. If I'm his sponsor, he's off of TV now for the last six weeks of the season. That's dumb.
7: It's an again the, the 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 good lawyer in me, you know, law school student. It's a point, but I want someone. If if I'm a sponsor, if I'm a team owner, I want a guy who gives a, or girl. Look at Haley Deegan. Yeah. Congrats. I want someone. I want someone who will do any. Who will do go out and win. This is what this is what racing is about. He admits he made a mistake. It was a calculated risk. And and he, he did screw up and he admits it. But racing is about winning. These this point system is contrived, okay? No one will deny that, except at Homestead, whoever beats the other three drivers. I want someone who will give a hundred and ten percent. And I and I really believe that deep down.
3: Having said that, Lewis Frank, yeah. are you obviously <laughs> well are you obviously not a fan of this chase system? Do you believe that all motorsports should go back to just having the regular season play out as it may.
7: Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And, you know, I've thought about it the last few hours way back and I'm sorry that I'm old. Nah, you know, whatever.
8: No championships only AJ were away. Champ-
7: championships were a, way, a way to reward people who are consistently good. But if you look at David Pearson, he cherry picked the rate, the big races and won the big money. And like, a, like we, 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 we tweeted at each other privately, I'm very disturbed that in Formula One, forgive me NASCAR fans for talking Formula One, Valteri Bota, Botas took a bullet for the team. Yeah. And he, he, let, he let the team leader win so that he would pad his points. And the worst thing you could say about in old-time NASCAR was, was points racer. I want to know a driver will take a calculated risk to go for wins. and and while I'm not, I'm not pleased with the point system that they have now, it does work because at least at homestead who's ever you know in that final round, whoever finishes ahead of the others and but that's the essence of racing is to beat everybody else. And I think on the last lap, as you're approaching the last turn, you do what you think you can get away with. This was not a stupid move, it was a calculated risk. I'm, and you see how fervent I am on that.
2: Press yeah. pass on Sirius XM NASCAR. And of course, rights with Reuters joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lewis, Frank. Lewis, let's take yes. the let's take the ownership role into consideration. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Mr. Hendricks is thinking right about now, the fact that his driver is inconsequential uh, moving forward?
7: It's a problem, but I saw one of the uh, directors of competition praise Jimmy. The guy's won seven championships, 83 races. He's entitled to take a calculated risk. Yes, it's going to hurt with potential sponsors. Yes, it's a very hard time to get sponsorship. And from an ownership point of view, which I tweeted already, it wasn't a big-picture move, and it hurts. But if you don't support your drivers, just like, like drivers have to support their crew chiefs, uh, teams, excuse me. So, like I said, I'm really up on the, on the wheel here. Uh, <laughs> but if you don't support your drivers, what is that? And, and, you know, this, again, is a calculated risk. As an owner, I'm disappointed. And if I was a real capitalist owner, that would make me very upset. But when I got a seven-time champion, okay, I'm, I'm going to let him, you know, make his decision. I'm going to – and I think at the end of the day, if you ask Rick, he'll say – I'm disappointed that I'll stick with Jimmy.
2: Stat, Crash, Lewis, I'm asking the yep. three of you guys. I, I, I have not seen anywhere <laughs> if if his crew chief was in his ear saying, dude, just back off. Just back off. He was. Crash, you did, you did you did see that?
3: Yeah, Lewis, I don't know if, if you saw this as well, that apparently – Post race in the media center, he was asked many yeah. times, "Did you know where you were? Did you know that if you just stayed in second, you could have gone on in the playoffs?" And he said, "Yes, I did." And like Lewis was saying, he also reiter- reiterated, "I was just going for the win."
7: Yeah, I mean, he admits he made a mistake. He knew he knew what what the situation was. You guys have Earl Barbin on his spotter. You know, sometime let's ask what what are all thoughts. You know, I'm no expert. I'm an expert observer, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not there. I don't have any skin in the game, other than I really like motorsports to succeed, so I don't have to go back being a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, you have to. You, you know, uh, let me let me also go slightly off topic, but I remember that uh, Roger Penske was asked about Paul Tracy once upon a time, a guy who drove open wheel cars with a chrome you know with a with a chrome horn, oh, yeah. and he said I'd rather I'd rather slow him down than have to speed him up. And <laughs> again, the essence of racing is winning. This is the purest essence of racing. And Lewis,
4: Louis, this, this Lewis, Lewis. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. The Go essence, the essence of, of racing is not yes. winning an inconsequential race in Charlotte on September 30th. The essence of winning is winning a championship, and he, he's got seven of them. He does not have a chance for an eighth, and all the sponsorships— this this year. This, this year. year. Well, who knows if he's going to come back. And the older he gets. Oh, he's going to gonna come back. He's going to come back. The owner. The they older. Have- the <laughs> older. You're pretty good. The older you
7: know, he gets I argue cases in New York. I've been in federal court. You know, only Monty Dutton out argue me because he's right, you know he's got right. less well, money. He's a great if we writer.
4: weren't on this radio show. I've been on several yes. corners. I know how to argue too. So <laughs> if 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 he had if he had a chance to win an eighth championship, it goes down the minute he starts next year's season. The the older he gets the fewer number of people that have won at his, in his age group. This was perhaps, perhaps his best chance this year. Uh,
7: let me take you back to 2000 while we're talking hypotheticals. Or actually 1999. People thought that Dale Earnhardt was done. He started to come back. And in my mind, were it not for the fatal accident in 2001, in Daytona. I thought he was up on his game and he would have been a contender for the championship. All right, if we're talking hypotheticals. Jimmy is still good. Chad is still good. I think the issue, I've said it before on the radio, was, and no offense to my friends at General Motors, somehow this car, because only Kyle Larson seems to make it really work. I mean, Austin's win at Daytona, you know, it's it's a plate race. So if Chevy gets it better, Ford's coming out with a new car, who's to say what happens? Maybe Toyota doesn't develop as well next year. You know, we're talking hypotheticals. We're talking, you're assuming, okay, with things not in evidence, pardon my, my legal stuff, that he would have performed. He look at, look at how he lost the tiebreaker. He lost the tiebreaker on results, okay? He's not had a good year. He's and so it, we're just talking hypotheticals. He had a chance, but we don't know what he would have done in the next three races. We don't know, would he be involved in a wreck in Talladega? This is all hypothetical.
2: Lewis Frank <laughs> uh, writes for Reuters, one time wrote for ESPN, SI.com, of course now co-hosts on CSXM NASCAR. All right, uh, I'm going to use an old axiom that I used a week or so ago with a guest in the freak nation. And yes. you just use this, use this in your freaking New York courts. Say if, you know, if my uncle had boobs, is she, he, he'd be my aunt. Yes. Right. All right. So just stop it with you this. What, like no, him, oh, hell.
7: What? Like, like, like Alex and Catherine, you're arguing my case. Thank you very much. But you know what? Let me, let me compliment you. I love a spirited debate. We're not calling each other names. We've got, 180-degree de- – this is what we need more of, okay? Agreed. Good arguments.
2: I need more uh, uncles, on- uncles with boobs. No, what?
7: stop it. No, you Not don't. Not uncles okay. with boobs, please, no. Right. Well, it's good things right. you look- dinner already. You're on the West Coast.
2: Go- so don't ruin your dinner. It's
7: been an absolute <laughs> delight having this debate with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Louis. Can you admit it's been amazeballs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, amazeballs, yes. I got I to gotta use that. Thank you, Gladys. I you appreciate go. that. Absolutely. Have a great night. It's been fun. Bye-bye.
2: Lewis <laughs> <You too. laughs> Frank here in the Freak Nation. Coming up in a moment, your Statman Scat. And Brian Sellers running for championship, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. We'll review, we, we're we going to resume this conversation probably in a, in a different manner, but but this deserves uh, more discussion on that Jimmy Johnson to win or not to win, and the madness leading up to that. Yep. It's coming up. Speak for Expense, Lucas Oil Studios.
9: Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's same, man. I'm to provide guidance to mankind. <laughs>
4: It was an empowering week for women everywhere, and that includes 17-year-old Holly Deegan, who became the first woman to win a NASCAR K&N Pro Series race last night in Idaho. She only led one lap at Meridian Speedway, but it was the only one she needed to lead. The last one. Deegan's finished second twice in the series, so this wasn't a case of winning because of someone else's misfortune. The win includes records in both the East and West k Pro Series. The West records date back to. 1954 in victory lane deegan said it's just amazing this is the happiest day of my life can only imagine i sat with hallie once while interviewing her famous father brian deegan she was intense engaged and very observant he said she would win one day she obviously brought those traits into the race car with her this won't be her last win in her career peace speed freaks
0: motorsports radio redefined
4: The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled
5: among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Now you can fly any
9: That's 800-754-4531. Are you an
5: inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide you'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization.
6: iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or
0: listen online at iHeartRadio.com
2: Speed Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios thank you guys for sticking around Grabbing the latest on what happened this afternoon in Charlotte for the Roval. Some things that I took away from that race, Crasher Statman. One was you, you just see the, the you see areas of decline in in NASCAR and the Cup Series. But when you see the fact that there you don't have like back in the day, certain teams would purchase other drivers for one race. They would pay them to run races. Purchase drivers. They would. They, whatever how you to phrase it. And you saw it was a
3: road course ringer.
2: You saw n- none of that today, and I, I, I know that it's this is not the first road course race where this has happened. But I like the fact that they they turn a mile and a half oval into something then a boring mile and a half oval. I like that. In fact, so much so that I'm on a plane <laughs> flying back to Phoenix that I'm watching that damn race on my phone. I'm going, I, I'm excited to see this damn race. Hear about how slick this track is, and some areas of this track that's going to prove difficult to some of these drivers. And I was pretty so it's it's watching some of this develop today that I thought, why can't the NASCAR heads just gravitate towards something that's similar to this? Maybe like Texas or Vegas, these mile and a half tracks that you do have two races. Why not make one? Just let's just take baby steps. Make one of those two races a roval. Just I know you can't pull the trigger on everything, NASCAR, to blow this up, to make this better, but why can't we just, it may not be a baby step for some tracks, but still, from a fan's perspective, I enjoyed it. But why does it take this in 2018?
3: You, Statman, myself, we've been arguing for more more road courses whether they are of the the Roval format or the regular road course format or, heck, even street circuits. We've been arguing for that for the duration of our 18 years on this air. Why has it taken so long? I think
2: that was sort of rhetorical stat, man, when I presented that question. It's (laughs) it's like it's right there, man. It is right there in front of you, and it's biting you in the D.
4: The California Speedway or whatever it's called now, they have a road course built into the Oval, and they could run races there anytime they want to. I think the fans, once they see it and get used to it, uh, will will accept the idea of turning left and right. Certainly, the new drivers that are coming online uh, recognize it. And the, maybe the best thing about this 12 that advanced, four of them are, are guys that are new. And they're new names. Uh, that no one has heard before and you know in the in the playoffs and haven't won championships and they're going for it and they have a chance to make a name for themselves perhaps that's the best thing that can be said about this that new blood is coming into the playoffs
2: i think it's a great point yeah. in regards to the younger drivers you had to believe that those that Really want NASCAR to succeed, legitimately inside the offices of NASCAR, <laughs> were just cringing, hoping that Kyle Larson was going to make it into the next round as one of the younger drivers.
3: What a performance to do wow. so, too. And he said, literally, first turn, last lap, he had pretty much given up. He was like, this isn't going to work. But that was, he gave up maybe mentally. Clearly not physically, because it's not like you were just going to stop the car on the track. He kept driving it, and he kept using walls to help him turn. The car was so messed up. (laughs) It was just incredible. And then all of a sudden, he's told Jeffrey Earnhardt has spun, and he's like, all right, here we go. I just got to figure out how to get it across the finish line. He did. He's moving on. Amazing.
2: Yeah, that's just old (laughs) (laughs) school-esque. That's insane. Golly. Uh, Freak Nation, coming up, uh, Ryan Sellers. Curious, Uh, he's going to be on for a big race he's got coming up this weekend in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. He's up for a championship, uh, and it's going to be determined this weekend in Petit Le Mans. But curious what he thinks about today's Roval. This guy who's one of the best sports car pilots out there, uh, given. He's running for a championship. He's going to join us next. Curious what he thinks about that. And also – He's driving in a Formula E race coming up with the one of the teammates that he's fighting for the champion. It's the it's strangest insane. thing. It's just strange. So Brian Sellers coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Hole Studios.
0: Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio, Redefined
3: <laughs> oh, this is going really well. Yeah,
5: so I guess you've heard then.
3: What? You mean that whole
5: saving money with GEICO thing? No, that I'm actually a chess painter. <gasps> Pirate Red.-
3: yeah! That was not on the profile.
6: So now you've heard.
2: GEICO, saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed Freak's .com and get awesome. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. Freak Nation, you know the website, right? SpeedFreaks.tv. And of course, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're there for you, man. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. And again, at Speed Freaks on twitter this guy's been pretty busy lately brian sellers he and his teammate madison snow are battling katherine leg and ben keating for the gtt gtd championship running on them continental tires and the IMSA sports car championship and sellers you've been a you've been a world freaking traveler and you got yourself a big race coming up next weekend why don't you just stay home instead of going over to europe
10: <laughs> when duty calls i suppose right <laughs> it's uh it was actually cool. I mean, um, this week I was in in Silverstone doing um, the initial shakedowns. Uh, it was actually myself and and Catherine Legg for the new Jaguar I Pace series, and um, and then we're coming back home for our final race here to uh, have a little bit of a championship showdown.
2: Brian Sellers, General of the freaks, and it's. I know you're gassed, but it's significant of what's going to happen next weekend at. Uh... At,
3: uh, In Atlanta, at, Petit uh, Le Mans. Yeah,
2: Petit <laughs> Le Mans. It, it's significant for you, and I, it's not lost on those that follow sports cars that you've got what six points separating you uh, and Catherine Leg, and it's a big deal because you and Catherine Leg were over in Silverstone together, correct? Yeah,
10: yeah. Explain that, funny. dude. Yeah, it was funny. We were doing we our we we testing with them, and everyone was kind of laughing because. Um, it was like, uh, seeing which one could go faster every single time we went, um, (laughs) it's like a little bit of a mental edge for when we came back and and had our championship run. But, you know, the, the, the guys on my program, we've all talked about it. and You smile and you laugh because like, this is what you work all season for. You work for it to come down to the final race, have one shot at it, um, you know, for everything. I mean, you just can't, you can't really draw them up the better than this. So um, I'm looking forward to it.
3: So Brian Sellers, for people who are not able to really follow what's going on here, you are in the championship hunt in the GTD class coming up this weekend at Petit Le Mans, six points separate you and Catherine Leg for the title. Yet this weekend, she was your friend. She's your enemy in the IMSA series right now because of that title, but this weekend she was your friend as you guys were testing the the iRacing series you said for Jaguar racing. That's just weird. Tell me trash talking wasn't going on between the two of you overseas.
10: No, it definitely was, but it's been it's been going on since about halfway through the season. Um, but it's I mean it's been fun, I think. It's, it's a small world, and everybody knows at the end of the day, you go on track and you go on track, and you fight and you battle, and, it, you know, her and I, we had contact um, this year at one point in time, knowing that we were racing for the championship, that we were going to be teammates, and you just kind of shrug your shoulders and say, you know, that's just a wager of uh, wager of doing war. And it's it'd be fun. I mean, it'd be cool. Like I said, it, it's, this is This is what it's it's all about. I mean, I know her program is a fantastic program. Um, They've had great races. This season, the worst finish, I think, well, that our car has had has been sixth place. Outside of one sixth place, we have not finished worse than, than fourth. And that's a good season. The fact that they're matching us for points shows you how good this season both cars have had.
3: So how do you... Now focus that entire season is pretty much done. You have to focus on now one weekend, petite Lamont, not a super easy race. So how do you basically channel everything into this one weekend to make sure that it comes out on top for you, you and Madison, your entire team, all of Paul Miller.
10: I actually think, I actually think that part is, is, is pretty easy. People have been laughing at me all year because from from the second race, I felt like people were saying, oh, great, you guys, now you have the point lead. What's that feel like? And um, My answer has honestly been and is honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because every single race, our program is doing the same thing that it's done, and that's to go out and try and win the race and try and be as strong as we can, try and execute the best we can. And if we come away with a the result, then we did a good job. And if not, we need to go away from the weekend and figure out what happened. This race is a little different because you know there's not another opportunity, but it won't change. We'll go out at we'll go out the same way. We'll start practice on the Thursday morning, and we'll try and go as quick as we can. Try and make the car as good as we can, as raceable as we can, and we'll go through the weekend and hope that we've got a good enough
3: but it's sports cars and yes you've had a fantastic season up to now but still anything can happen especially at petite you've got driver changes you've got carnage that can happen there's going to be people doing dumb things on the track that you're going to have to drive around i mean still do you do you feel that extra pressure because of the championship on the line
10: no i mean i don't know i i actually to be honest with you i feel a, a, i feel a little bit more relaxed coming into this weekend than i than I maybe did, wow. you know, two races ago. Because I think I think we've laid groundwork to come in and fight for this position. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying you know we're going to go out and we're 100 percent going to win it because a lot of things can happen you don't know. But I do know we've put ourselves in a position to fight, and so now we fight. We you see what happens. I mean, you, there's there's really nothing else left to do other than to go race, and, and somehow that is. You know, a little bit of a breath of fresh air. We just go race. And in the end someone comes home with a championship. Hopefully it's us. But you know, that it won't be easy. I know that for sure.
2: Brian Sellers, G T D. Points Leader, IMSA Sports Car Championship running on the Continental Tires. And Brian, you got Madison Snow. There will be a third driver with you at Petite, correct? Yes. Do you have the driver lineup? and your stints ready to go or does that come as you get closer to the race
10: i think it comes as we start to get a little bit closer um i'm sure engineering and management has a little bit of an idea of what happens but we won't find out probably until that week of the race um in our pre-race uh meetings and they'll give us an idea we'll all sit down see what we think of it and um decide on something probably that that wednesday afternoon or mm. thursday morning of race week Jeez.
2: so in other words you're going to get the number one spot and run for about three hours <laughs>
10: <laughs> depends it's who possible. qualifies <laughs> it's yeah exactly it's possible i think probably in this situation you don't change too much of how things have gone i would guess madison i would guess madison qualifies we uh. rotate madison myself and cory through the middle and then um you know, I would guess that I'll, I'll be in at the end, but that could change.
3: They saved the best for last, Kenny. I mean, that's just how it works.
10: Wow. <laughs> I don't know. That young kid that young kid of mine doesn't do too bad.
2: You're talking <laughs> about Madison?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, he was here in the Freak Nation after your last win, and I said, dude, you are so young right now, but you sound <laughs> so damn old, man. Sound sounds like you're in your easy chair. Come on, get excited there, happy boy. <laughs>
10: He just tells me it's because he has to deal with Grandpa all the time. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, well, you, you say, look,
2: sit down, boy. You're going to babysit my kids here.
10: He, he does, though. That's the oh,
3: thing. No. He's great with them. Oh. Are you kidding me? Yeah,
2: that's badass.
3: No. Okay. Well, then he's got two jobs this off season. Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. Hey, Sellers, how about this? We'll leave it with this. Completely not doesn't have anything to do with GTD class. Would you like to see these mile-and-a-half ovals with, with NASCAR, that they put a freaking road course inside those ovals like they did today and use some of the track? I mean, like a you know, like Daytona and the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship?
10: I missed the first part of it, but Would, I know you're talking about the road. Yeah,
2: yeah, wouldn't you like to see more of this roval racing for NASCAR?
10: For them, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's awesome. I mean, I think those you know the day those guys are so good now. All of them mm-hmm. at what they do, like the days of them pulling in the road course ringers and the ringers showing these guys up this that's far gone, man. I love seeing them get out there and um, and do it and showing what they're capable of i think it's great Mm.
3: No, i'm with you i do too but come on you have to laugh when you know brad keselowski is a good driver yet he slams it with six laps to go slams (laughs) it into the turn one wall because oops came in a little too hot Yeah, i
10: mean those things are a little bit unforgiving in that place especially (laughs) like i've done that real before it's not easy but I think it'd be cool to see him go to some – I forget the Rovals. I think it'd be cool to see him go to some places like VIR and do some yeah, some runs there.
2: That, I mean, think yes.
3: mean,
10: that would change their whole world.
3: I'm with you. Brian Sellers, out,
2: yeah. running for the GTD Sports Car Championship. Um, we'll find out next week at Petite. Dude, thanks for staying up late with the Freaks, buddy.
10: Pleasure. Um, thanks for having me.
2: <laughs> wonder if it comes down to him and Catherine Legg in that championship. If going into turn one, I can't even think what turn one looks like A Petite, but going to turn one, Statman, they might slam that car into a tire barrier. <laughs>
4: I don't think so. Both of them are too good a driver. And Catherine, I wouldn't want to go against Catherine on turn one or turn 1,000. She's <laughs> she's a driver, and she'll put you into the wall for sure if a championship's at stake.
2: And Statman, to get back to your... Statman scat about 25 minutes ago in regards to Haley Deegan, the daughter of Brian Deegan, which maybe we will not be saying that here in the next five years or so, just Haley Deegan, you know, she's the, yeah, exactly.
3: Is it Hallie or Haley? It's Hallie, isn't it?
4: It, I thought it was Hallie. You know, my dad told me once when I got into high school and started having some success in sports and whatnot, that he, he found it difficult when people started calling him, uh, stats, dad, <laughs> instead of stat being his son, he said it took him a while to get used to that. You know, it it was very different for him to hear.
2: Well, you've seen with you being in Southern California, you've seen Hallie really improve as a driver, given the, the time that she spent there in Irwindale speedway. And then of course, with some of her off road travels. Yeah.
4: And I, I mentioned it in the scat, that I talked to Brian once when he was in Rallycross and she's he let her sit in on the interview and she was so determined, so focused. She wasn't fidgety. She was listening. She was watching me and him listening to the answers. And I he said she's gonna be a winner. And she is. She's gonna be a winner because she is focused She has all the determination that a good driver has, and she wants to be good. That's the most important thing. She doesn't want to drive. She doesn't want to just be a sponsored driver. She wants to be good, and that's what's going to make her a champion.
3: So she's 17 years old now. This is when Brian Deegan was doing Rallycross at X Games, and they haven't had that in a couple of years. So she was what? Fourteen or fifteen, when she was sitting in watching you guys. Oh in no no Indiana? no! She
4: was a, she was a little girl. She was six or seven. Oh, this whoa. was maybe ten years ago. Whoa. Yeah, I mean she was a little girl, and she was barely uh, tall enough to sit in the chair and see see above the table. And she wasn't she was, fidgety. No, no, that's Whoa. what I'm saying. She was a little girl, and she sat there, watched me, watched him, watched the equipment, how it was used. She was listening to what he said, and you know, she was focused. It was amazing.
2: Hmm. We're talking about Halle. I almost said Halle Berry. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow.
4: yeah. yeah that's, hey. that's, that's another conversation, <laughs> another
2: championship. Yeah. yeah, right.
8: yeah. <laughs> Another championship. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes! Yes! So, Hallie Deegan, the daughter of Brian Deegan, and if you follow, even on the peripheral, uh, motorsports, or as Crasher mentioned, X Games, Rallycross, Off-Road, NASCAR. uh, This guy's done it all. In fact, he was part of the original freestyle motocrossers that we covered, Speed Freaks, even before we started this show in 2000. And... Some of the names that we use for Brian Deegan and that crew will not be shared on this show.
3: (laughs) There have been many faces to Brian Deegan, many hats that have been worn by him.
2: Yep, and I I knew that uh, he had jumped the shark when I got a phone call from okay him saying, uh, "Can you take out a certain part of an interview about seven or eight years ago?" Yep. Oh, it was nothing serious. It was nothing. I mean, it's not anything slanderous. It just Needed but it be, was
3: time for to clean up his image because now his daughter was coming on the scene.
2: I guess I don't I don't know I don't know but uh, I obliged I obliged <laughs> at that <laughs> at that point but but again real quick I, we're we're breaking it about two two and a half minutes to get back to the significance of this young girl winning a race a race against you know men twice her age and guys who have been in stock cars the majority of their racing life. And the guys have been in this series for quite a long time. For her to go out there and win this damn thing, and the yep. stat man said in his scat, you'll hear it again coming up in about 25 minutes, that it's not as if she found this first place or top five for the first time. She's been coming close to winning races for a long time.
3: And we should have Hallie Deegan on with us next Sunday. We tried to get her on tonight and ran into some scheduling issues. So next week, eh, let's let's hope that we get Hallie Deegan here in the Freak Nation.
2: Again, it's it's where we are now, man. That the significance of a woman winning a race is still it's. it's Believe it's, it or it's not, 2018 stat, man. September 30, 2018, still significant that a and woman it,
4: wins a race. And there's going to be the more people take notice of women like uh, Catherine Leg, Holly uh, Deacon, and uh, others that uh, my, the mind boggles right now. I can't think of them all. They're going to be winning and they're going to be winning championships uh, like uh, John Forrest's daughter, Brittany, right. uh, Courtney Force. All of these women are com- Leah Pritchett. They're mm-hmm. all competing against the men and beating the men and winning championships against the men. And that's what's going to make them more important in the overall run of motorsports.
2: Oh, and then there's Christina Nielsen, too. Oh, yeah, Freak Nation, exactly. Erica Coming <laughs> up next hour, Freak Nation, A.J. Almedeiger out of a ride for 2019. A freaking flashback with A.J. And WWE star Daniel Bryan coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
0: Speed Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined.
5: And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started.
9: Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copay's and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines It's powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack.
5: 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. It's the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. Free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. ZipRecruiter.com slash hire.
2: Freak Nation, second hour, Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. A.J. Allmendinger, Freaking flashback to five years ago, not too long after he was reinstated and eligible to ride to drive in NASCAR, and got that, uh, got some rides, some single rides with Roger Penske. They went full time with JTG, which by the way got he's he got the team its only win, and that was what 2014 on a road course, I think it was. But there's a great article by. Bob Pockrass, ESPN, ESPN.com, that we'll put out on Twitter at Speed Freaks, where it's it's a good deep dive with A.J. Allmendinger. And he's really never been one to shy away from giving you A.J. Allmendinger-type answers. Sometimes you think, you know what, Kroger's on the side of your car. Maybe you shouldn't say that. But that's just A.J. <laughs> There's one portion of this interview where he says, we're talking about A.J. Allmendinger, who, again, who's lost his ride for 2019, He says, uh, this year I've probably been a different person at the racetrack and at home. Change is scary, and the possibility of not having a paycheck come to you right away, it's a little bit scarier. But change can also be a very good thing, and I think it will be. He says, nobody likes losing a ride, but the more time I sit and think about it, talk about it with my family, it's been hard. Literally, for a year and a half, it hasn't been fun. We've struggled. It's hard on everybody.
3: Well, there you go.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So what does he do? He goes out and grabs a two spot to kick off this race for the Roval today. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I would think his experience
4: in open wheel, he might end up back there. And with more money going into open wheel and better rides and so forth, maybe that's where he should be, uh, in back in, in some place where he has some experience and, victorious experience where he has a chance to win. Sometimes you could be someplace so long that maybe the crew's not listening to him and he's not listening to the crew and you're better off. We need to part ways. Nobody's done anything wrong here. Uh, certainly if they think they they're giving him a winning car and he's not winning with it, they need to uh, build a bigger mirror. I, they don't understand the realities.
3: AJ Allmendinger, is an IndyCar driver. Yes, you're right. He has won so many races in IndyCar. It doesn't matter if it was the Champ Car side or the IRL IndyCar side. It doesn't matter. He is a proven winner in that format of racing. The problem, however, is he was very spooked by Justin Wilson's fatality at Pocono a couple of years ago. Mm. And now Mm. with Robert Wicken's suffering injuries Mm -hmm. beyond what we realized at Pocono, the very same track at pretty much the same turn. I think it's going to be tough to see AJ Allmendinger back in an Indy car. I hate to say that, but I think that's the reality right now.
4: You know, Crash, I never thought of that. And that's, you're probably 110% right. That's wow. I never thought of that. And that's, again, we've had this conversation, was it last week? but IndyCar needs to come to grips with this. They need to come to grips with the potential of a halo. They need to come to grips with the safety. Certainly NASCAR has done that. They've changed the car tremendously to make it safer for the drivers to drive. Some drivers are maybe driving them too aggressively because they feel safer in the thing. But IndyCar needs to get to that point, and I don't think they're at that point yet, yeah. and that's a, that's sad.
3: NHRA top fuel drivers absolutely hated the thought of a canopy for years as it was being developed. No way are we going to let our cars go in that direction. The sun glare is going to have an issue, blah, 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 every excuse in the book. And now, look, they're thriving with a canopy. That's exactly what IndyCar should be doing. Yes, the sun glare becomes an issue, especially when you're driving on road courses and ovals instead of in a straight line because there's so many different sun angles that you reach on a racetrack, but they've got to start considering it. Something, you're right. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but something should be done about the open cockpits.
4: Yeah, I, I, I had a con, maybe this is not a conversation for the show, but I had a conversation with the, a drag racer, this week and they talked about the speed that the cars are attaining and all of the efforts that are being made to slow them down because the cars are getting too fast it's not a conversation that's in the open but it's a conversation that nhra is having with its teams and with itself
2: freak nation crash Guys, pit news and notes coming up next
0: Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the
2: freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Hall Studios, Speed Freaks on a big old wet, steamy, stanky Sunday night, depending on where you are. What? I don't know what the hell <laughs> it means.
3: What? Seamy, stanky. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: stanky, not stinky, stanky. <laughs> Listen, if it's raining in freaking Alabama and South Florida, it's got to be humid and stanky. All right?
3: Okay, but it's raining in the Southwest right now because of Hurricane Tropical Storm Rosa.
2: Hey, how That's you doing? It. Affiliates, welcome. <laughs> Your Statman Scad coming up in about 15 minutes. A.J. Almendinger, freaking flashback to five years ago. Uh, when he returned to NASCAR after he was suspended for basically taking some Adderall. He'll be joining us a freaking flashback to five years ago. Also, Daniel Bryan, WWE star, will be here in the Freak Nation. The first Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by General Tire. You go to GeneralTire.com to find the tire for that big old tuck as opposed to a truck. A big old tire for a truck. General Tire, that's GeneralTire.com cash
3: All right. if, if thank you if kenny's not gonna be able to get his words out right then let's just go back a few decades somewhere where none of us could get our words out oh and that's when team orders happened in formula one so yeah it happened again this weekend team orders russia valtteri Bottas started from pole led the opening stint of the race and then oh about halfway through mercedes said ah, you know what why don't you move aside because your teammate lewis hamilton is leading the points at the championship And we need need him to take the win. Oh, my God. Well, Lewis Hamilton did take the win. Now he sits 50 points ahead of Sebastian Vettel in the title chase. All right. On to the Charlotte Roval for NASCAR. (laughs) Plenty of stuff to be talked about here regarding the playoffs, NASCAR's playoffs. First of all, Chase Briscoe taking the Xfinity win on Saturday. And then Ryan Blaney coming home with the win today on the roval and it happened because well six laps to go brad keselowski crashes out takes out many of the contenders including kyle larson kyle larson limps to finish and barely makes it on to the round of 12. jj excuse me jj meaning jimmy johnson he's out seven-time champion Out of the playoffs. We're going to talk about more of that coming up. A.J. Allmendinger, a freaking flashback coming up as well. He's now out of a ride for next year. Hallie Deegan became the first female K&N Series winner this weekend. Congratulations.
2: A.J. Allmendinger next. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks,
0: Motorsports Radio, redefined
1: lucas complete engine treatment it's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant it's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems it cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from welcome the tank to injectors it contains special coast lucas and additives around the world on the, the american forces expect longer to engine life longer the oil life cleaner exhaust and, and, and less fuel consumption about the- lucas oil complete engine treatment it works
2: sir
7: jeremy
0: you are a true friend of the crown dilly dilly dilly, dilly. madam susan you are an even truer friend of the crown dilly, dilly dilly
8: dilly
3: what is that this is a spiced honey mead wine that i have really been into lately
0: please follow sir brad he's going to give you a private tour of the pit of misery i'm sorry what
2: pit of misery dilly dilly, dilly, dilly.
5: here's to the friends you can always count on
2: For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. dot com and get awesome you're listening to speed
1: freaks motorsports radio redefined
2: coming up in 30 minutes daniel bryan wwe superstar was in Phoenix, Arizona recently for the Diamondbacks-Dodgers game to promote the Royal Rumble coming up in January at Chase Field with the Diamondbacks play. Crasher, stat, yours truly had a chance to catch up with him. He'll be joining us in about 30 minutes. This is a freaking flashback, which we do weekly here in the Freak Nation. 18 years we've been doing this damn thing. we got hours upon hours upon hours of interviews with drivers. And this was from five years ago. In his only nationwide appearance in 2013, Hold on a sec. I thought he had two Nationwide appearances in 2019. I think he's in, in fact 13. 2013. In fact, I believe he swept both road courses for Roger Penske.
3: What is in, that? Yeah, that does sound good. In
2: 2013, familiar. right? He was Roger Penske gave him a shot at rebuilding his career after he was suspended for testing positive for basically something that had Adderall in it. So he was suspended from driving the 22 for Roger Penske. He was out of a ride. And then in 2013, Roger gave him a couple of road course races in, his, in the Nationwide Series race at the time, and he goes out there and sweeps both of them. It again gave Roger Penske a sweep in the road courses in the Nationwide Series for for Penske Racing and so forth. But in in, in Roger Penske and AJ Allmendinger know each other very well, whether it was in in IndyCar or of course in NASCAR. And this is an interview from 2013 when we caught up with Roger, excuse me, when we caught up with AJ Allmendinger just after his race win at Mid Ohio, and it's it's hearing him talk five years ago and to where he is now, losing his ride with JTG Racing, going into 2019 as of right now has no ride. Who knows what's going to happen with AJ Allmendinger? But it's still typical AJ Allmendinger with some of his answers and really not shying away from any type of conversation that we throw at him, including. Uh, What the hell are you drinking now, A.J. Almendinger? Is it still Red Bull? Just gin
11: and juice, you know. That's what it's I'm always (laughs) sipping on, gin and
2: juice. (laughs) That's always good to hear. A little gin and juice for A.J. Almendinger joining us here in Speed Freaks Pits. And then before you get too looped up on gin and juice, nice win on the road course. You're showing these little punk-ass Nationwide Series pilots how to do it up, Holmes.
11: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's that's what they bring me in for, right? No, it's... uh... Yeah, Roger. It, it was kind of funny because before the race, he called me on the phone. And was like, "All right, so now I want you to think big picture here. The the 22 team is, is fighting the 54 team for the team owner championship, which is a big deal to Roger because that's the only championship he doesn't have in NASCAR." So said, "All right, I want you to make sure you know you, you beat the 54. So you can't, we got to finish this thing. Uh, you know, help Sam as much as you can. Try to try to take over that points lead uh, for the for the driver championship, uh, but win." As well, we need you to win. I'm trying to get to 10 or 11 wins this year. So, hey, yes, sir, boss. So It was, uh, man, it's just like Road America. That discount tower Ford, uh, Jeremy Bowen's the crew chief of, of the, the 22 team, and just that whole, the whole staff there at the racetrack and back at the shop, they built some fast race cars. So um, just uh, had to work a little hard at the end again, but that car was just dominant. It was fun to drive again and just feel very lucky to be able to get the opportunity to do that.
4: So AJ Almendinger, when the the captain turns to you and says, "Beat them, let him get points if you have to, but win the race," do you look at him with a straight face and don't crack a smile and say, "Yes, sir, Mr. Captain, sir"?
11: Of course, that's what you have to do. <laughs> it's uh, you know, I mean it, it's it's I knew what he meant. You know, I if we had the chance to go win the race, uh, make sure we go do it. But at the same point. Uh, it's, I mean, that team championship is a big deal to him, and uh, he just, he really wants it. And I think, and the 22 team has, has done a good job because I think at one point, uh, even maybe right before Road America, or, or you know, kind of right around that time, uh, they were like 50 some odd points back, and and obviously Kyle's been winning a ton of races uh, in the Nationwide Series. So, for them to finally get the points lead and and be able to do that, it's a big deal to him. So, uh, it was just about being smart. And Mid Ohio was a race that. Since it was the inaugural race, we didn't really know kind of how it would play out. It's, it's a tight track, especially for a nationwide car. So I think everybody was kind of scared of the unknown. But uh, once I kind of got out there and, and took the lead early on and see, just saw how good the car was and how much it stayed under me and how I could pull a lead and just kind of play with the gaps whenever I wanted to, It was uh, it was a lot of fun.
3: AJ Almendinger joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. And, AJ, you just said, come on, you're doing some favors for RP. Time for RP to do some favors for you. You're tired of answering the questions on what your future is. So why does an RP just say, AJ, next year, you're mine?
11: <laughs> uh, RP's already done enough favors for me. <laughs> oh. He's, uh, I, I don't expect anything from him. It's, uh, I feel just fortunate that he keeps asking me to do uh, certain things here and there. So, you know, next year I have nothing solid, and uh, I'm working on it daily, but it's kind of like life right now. I'm just enjoying it one day at a time, and I feel like uh, this whole year I've not had anything planned each week to each week, and everything's kind of worked out. So uh, I feel very I, – I guess the biggest thing for me is I feel great that for the most part every time I've got an opportunity I've done everything I can to be my best and make sure that I'm ready for it. Whether it's at the racetrack or away from the racetrack, I just, I've done everything I can, and, and so far it's been working out. So that's all I can keep doing. And, you know, I feel good that something will happen next year. I'm just not sure what it is.
3: Yeah, I read something where you're getting a lot of phone calls. So that does have to make you feel very good.
11: Yeah, yeah. My big joke right now is my phone's still ringing, and it's still not creditors wanting money yet. So, nice. uh, <laughs> so, so it's okay so far. And, and just the, everything that I've gotten to do, whether it's, you know, being with RP, at whether it's the IndyCar side of it or the Nationwide side of it, uh, you know, running some of the Rolex races with with Michael Shank and obviously the the Cup races with the 51 team and the 47 team, uh, I, I've gotten I guess in a great kind of way I've gotten to meet a lot of people that may I, that I've met but didn't really get to know that well and and gotten to really become close with people and and just because of my situation had to talk to more team owners and, and get to know them and, and personnel wise. So uh, it's been really good for a lot of reasons. So, like I said, it's people are calling. Uh, there's nothing at any point right now that's for sure next year or, or anywhere close to being signed, but uh, people are calling and, and that's a good thing.
4: Is there a I hate prior- the
3: question typically? I'm sorry, Sad. I hate the question typically of how do you feel but honestly how do you feel about your drives in indycar this year and in well stock cars you got to be happy you've got a couple wins but both sides of the spectrum do you feel you've given it everything you can
11: yeah i mean i feel like i've been prepared for every weekend and i've and i have given and i've always given everything that i can but i feel like i've been a lot more prepared for for everything and and mentally and and Uh, physically focused on on whatever opportunity it was and and it's been a lot of fun but it's been difficult switching back and forth between all the cars Uh, but that's what makes the challenge so much fun because it shouldn't be easy so uh, you know I think the only weekend that I really look at that I just wish I could erase and and not have to go through was that Detroit weekend I just felt miserable uh, of of what happened there and and not that I purposely wrecked twice in a row or or I wasn't prepared going into that race. Obviously we just come from Indy where we would almost won the race, uh, but just, just a couple of mistakes there. And in those uh, couple of races that were really big mistakes that, that uh, you know, cost some big, big wrecks and a lot of money for Roger Penske. So I think that's the weekend that I look at. I wish never happened or I wish I could at least go do over again, but everything else I feel really good about, uh, whether it was, getting back into an IndyCar barbering at Long Beach and maybe not having the results there but I felt like I was right up to speed with my teammates Elio and Will and felt like I was right in the mix of of, of qualifying there at least being in the top half of the field and uh, obviously having a chance to win Indy and and the nationwide races that I have won so I feel really good about everything I've done this year.
2: A.J. Allmendinger joins us, Oil Studios, Speed Freaks Pits, your nationwide series winner from Mid-Ohio. Is it true that you and Juan Pablo Montoya are going to do a w- workout video together so he can lose 30 pounds to get in an Indy car?
11: <laughs> yeah, um, and and I'm uh, we're gonna do it in speedos to make sure that uh, you know for the sex appeal with the ladies, so uh,
3: absolutely you
11: know, or the guys if that's what they're into. So uh, you know it's uh, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen.
2: Was it tough watching Joey Logano in what could have been your car this year win that damn Sprint Cup race at Michigan? No,
11: you know it's it's funny. I I would have said that this, you know, late last year or even the beginning of this year, yeah, that would have been tough and and uh, it would have been kind of a a, a gut wrenching kind of knife to the stomach feeling. But uh, honestly, now I'm I'm really happy with with just where I'm at and the opportunities that I've had and. Uh, I think it's just a different outlook in general about things. You know, I can't control other people, and and I love when anybody wins for Roger Penske. And uh, there's when it comes to Joey or Brad, there's no secret. secret they're really good in, in those race cars, and they're talented race car drivers. So, of course, they should win. And uh, Shell Pennzoil was, was such a great sponsor for me in just the short amount of time. Uh, that I had them so it's well deserving so when I see something like that I'm just happy uh, all around for the whole organization and uh, I don't think it it reflects anything on me you know and it's just a a thing that's happened and and I'm not in the race car anymore but I can argue that I'm a lot better off for it now as a person and uh, having a lot of great things that I wouldn't have gotten to experience the Indy 500 the nationwide wins and things like that uh, that maybe if I was in the car so uh, there's there's good and bad with it sure would I love to have been in that car and win the race today of course but Uh, I've also had a lot of great things because of of what's happened. So, no, it it doesn't bother me at all. Just uh, really happy for for Roger and and everybody that's associated with that whole race team and organization.
2: That is absolute balls for you to say that. That, I'm proud of you. You, That was awesome. Sounds like you do have some hair on your waybos now.
11: Uh, No, I just uh, got it waxed, so no. Actually, it's uh, pretty
8: smooth.
3: (laughs) 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 Oh, A.J. and the quick comebacks.
2: Yeah. Yes. Damn it, man you need, you need to sit in for a few shows as the fourth freak and really let us just throw the garb on the wall
11: well i'm ready you know i got i got free time too so i don't have every weekend scheduled right now so
3: actually <laughs> that is your future TV radio is your future dude
11: hey i mean you gotta you gotta always have a backup plan it's this uh you gotta work on everything so I'm, I'm always ready to go especially with you guys because we can just let it go you know i mean let's be honest we yeah, never We never had to uh, hide anything during our interviews.
2: You'll have to bring a milk carton or milk crate with you to stand up to be next to me, though, Holmes.
11: That's that's good, and uh, I'll bring some hair coloring too, so you don't look so <laughs> gray and old.
2: <laughs> I am in. I'm in, I am in need of a new color job. I got some TV work coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So I might pull the or brunette on it.
11: No, that's good. I'll uh, I'll do that. Maybe give you some hair gel because you're you're thinning pretty bad too. So. <laughs> Uh, we gotta kind of <laughs> thicken that hair up a little bit, but um, you know, you can help me with certain things like being taller, and I can help you with just not looking as old and <laughs> as decrepit and
2: crotchety. Crotchety. <laughs> and on that note, yeah. Freak Nation, AJ Allmendinger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna, you need it. We're gonna we're going we're gonna let you get back not to some beauty sleep, but maybe some, maybe can I grow a little taller? Sleep? How about that?
11: Yeah, no, that's that sounds good. You know, it's it's late. You know, I'm getting old in, in my life here. It's 10:15 where I'm at, so uh, I got to get I got to get some rest. You know, and big day tomorrow, big day.
3: The elixir of getting some rest, gin and juice.
11: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, no, it's uh, it's been good. I I enjoy coming on the show, especially after winning a race. So I'm gonna try to do more of that at some point in my life, so we can come on more. And if not, then I'll just come on and make up excuses.
2: Well, we so, figured you'd I'm, want to I'm come on after what that. happened in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah,
11: that one, you know, it, it's but it, it's funny because that, I mean, as it happened, I mean, I felt like I was like, what is going on? Like, what just happened over these two days? And yeah. it took me about a day to not want to run away from it. But it, the way I looked at it, like I've been through a lot worse. And uh, the right person when something like that happens is Roger Penske because he just looked at me and said, get over it. We'll move on and uh it makes it a lot easier when the team owner says that so uh just it's a part of life you grow with everything good and bad my my engineer this was my the perfect quote before i get off my race engineer for the indy car he told me as i'm standing there after the second wreck and i'm like oh my god like what just happened and he looked at me and said you all right i said well yeah physically i guess emotionally i feel pretty pretty wrecked right now and he said uh man don't worry about it he said it's about making memories and i looked at him and said what he said life is about memories that's all we have before we go he's like we make some good ones we make some bad ones this is a bad one
2: we'll <laughs> make some guess.
11: good ones so gotta look at it like that
2: all right and of course all the times you've been in the freak nation those are good memories dude we appreciate it
11: those are nothing but great memories yeah. especially sitting on airplanes
2: flying from city to city
3: Oh shoot! The cart turbo or the champ Kart turbo. Yeah, tour. With, with video that oh, video Lord. that will
2: never rear its ugly head.
3: No, 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 yes, no. Thank no.
11: goodness. <laughs> Maybe when I retire, because so that's probably when that's probably about the time I should retire.
2: Yeah. Because trust me, we got some um, some from Max Pappas back in the day too, doing almost the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it
11: was yeah. a good time. Catherine yep. Leg and I still talk about that whole trip. That was oh, uh, that was insane. Yeah, that was a good time there. All right, dude, get some sleep. Thank you, guys. Fun as always. Thanks for having me.
2: Five years ago, August of 2013.
3: <laughs> and he talks about Catherine Leg on that, was it 2004 Turbo Tour with Champ Car? And he very well, because Statman, I was thinking about this as that interview was playing. He very well could become Katherine Leg's teammate next year in IMSA because guess who Catherine Leg drives for? <gasps> Michael Shank. Michael Shank and AJ Allmendinger kind of oh, wow. sort of best buds. Yeah.
4: Wow. Wow. That's
3: where we might see AJ next year. That'd be cool.
4: Yeah, he won't be out of a car. He's got no. too much talent. He'll no. be he'll have a job. May not make as much money as he was making in NASCAR, but he'll drive something somewhere.
2: Yeah, he'll be fine. Freak Nation coming up in about 15 minutes. Daniel Bryan, WWE superstar, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. See Speed Freak Spits at Lucas Oil Studios.
9: Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind.
2: It was an empowering
4: week for women everywhere, and that includes 17-year-old Hallie Deegan, who became the first woman to win a NASCAR K&N Pro Series race last night in Idaho. She only led one lap at Meridian Speedway, but it was the only one she needed to lead, the last one. Deegan's finished second twice in the series, so this wasn't a case of winning because of someone else's misfortune. The win includes records in both the East and West K&N Pro Series. The West records date back to... 1954 in victory lane deegan said it's just amazing this is the happiest day of my life can only imagine i sat with hallie once while interviewing her famous father brian deegan she was intense engaged and very observant he said she would win one day she obviously brought those traits into the race car with her this won't be her last win in her career peace
0: Creeks Motorsports Radio Redefined.
6: Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a five-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631.
9: That's 800-570-9631.
2: It's time to find adventure on every drive. With Pennzoil Synthetics, you get complete protection for top engine performance. And between October 1st and November 30th, you'll get travel rewards to help you on your journey. With the purchase of any Pennzoil specialty motor oil change, you can earn up to $100 in travel reward credit. Save on hotels, rental cars, and activities. Visit Pennzoil.com slash travel on to find participating
9: locations. Pennzoil, make the switch. Travel on. Offer ends 11 1130. Terms apply. Full details at Pennzoil.com slash travel on. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
5: I noticed my neighbor place a broken lawn chair by his curb. Naturally, I repaired it on the spot using JB Weld Original Cold Weld Formula Epoxy then took off my shirt and laid down to enjoy the sun. When the family came home and saw a guy sunning himself on their lawn, they yelled, Hey you, get out of our yard! But I know their hearts were yelling. We were idiots for throwing that lawn chair away. Thanks for teaching us about conservation. Don't toss it. J.B. Weld it. I'm Rick Tittle and I host the video game review every Sunday night at nine o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA broadcast network. Video.
2: All right, Freak Nation, coming up in about uh, seven or eight minutes, we have Daniel Bryan, WWE superstar. You've got the Royal Rumble in January coming to Chase Field where the Diamondbacks play some baseball. And last week he was in town for the Dodgers-Diamondbacks game. Throughout out the first pitch, took a little bit of batting practice as a show out on E! Channel with his wife, along with Jay Cutler and his wife. So you have all these sports stars on the E! Network with their old ladies. You still use old lady in conversations, that man. Heavens. No.
4: (laughs) With, with all the sisters and people that I have in my life, I have, I have to be able to sleep comfortably. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Dudes, dudes back in the day used old lady for their mom, you know, guys that were probably, you know, destined to be convicts anyway, used old lady for their mom. (laughs) But, Like I got to check with my old lady if I can stay out late, and then you had these guys are probably on the outs with their wives anyway, and called them old ladies. It just didn't. It's like when someone says, "Yeah, I got to go check with my old lady." I mean, if you don't have a, a a visual or an idea of their marriage or their relationship, even if it's in jest, it's like. I mean, yeah, we're old men. I'm gonna go check with my old man, but. I get that, but just calling your wife or your mom, <laughs> you know, old lady. Oh, I bet man. you
4: didn't do it to their face. That's, you know, that's <laughs> a safe bet. Yeah.
2: Oh, baby doll, honey, sweet and pumpkin kiss. Come
3: on over <laughs> <What? here. laughs> baby doll, sweet, honey, pumpkin kiss.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, no then, but it. in the mind he's going, man, you're an old lady. <laughs>
4: how do I get out of this I gotta go I'm out of here you know? oh sweetheart can I get you breakfast in bed yeah oh
2: man what you he said, oh and he's thinking baby can you at least shave <laughs> come on stat you can email statman oh, at statmc
3: oh, stop it
4: oh uh that's uh, the the week of the women
2: is getting yeah. beaten up pretty
3: bad <laughs> oh, <year>. that's right <laughs> wrong week to be making those jokes Kenny. is
2: this the week of the, of the woman mm-hmm. or last week or this coming up week
3: oh no it's oh, just it's just with all the kavanaugh stuff going on well I, hey and look all the marches it, it, and blackouts the, and all that stuff. expanded
2: i mean it's the year of the woman i'll give you that come on me too I, yeah you too <laughs> mm-hmm Right. I'm not gonna get in the
4: middle of that conversation.
2: <laughs> Listen, you can uh, all your problems, anxieties, you can email Statman at statmc.speedfreaks.tv. <laughs> yeah. uh Again, Freak Nation. His name is Daniel Bryan, WWE superstar. Caught up with him earlier. Dude's got almost four million Twitter followers. And we make a comparison between him and Jay Cutler. Just how do we do that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Jay Cutler, former NFL quarterback. And he's not back in the booth, is he? No. No, no. He doesn't have to be. Mm -mm. No, we've just got, being here in Phoenix, and Cardinals fans, we've got Dick Stockton (laughs) calling our games.
3: (laughs) Hey, isn't it Mark Schlereth? Yeah, but I but, like me some Mark Schlereth.
2: Statman's got socks and socks and socks and socks as old as Dick Stockton.
3: Okay, but Mark uh, Schlereth is good.
2: Daniel Bryan, uh, WWE super, superstar, next. Speed Freaks Pits.
0: Speed, Freak Speed
1: Freaks Motorsports
0: Radio, Redefined.
1: grab it and hold on tight. <laughs> oh,
5: this is going really well. Yeah. So I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess pick.
2: Pirate red banjo. Yeah! That
3: was not on the profile.
5: So now
6: you've heard Geico. Saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball.
2: and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed freaks since 2001. The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks. Got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo T-shirts from Awesome Sports Logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these T-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's T-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed
1: Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: Good to get this cat in here, man. He's never been in the Freak Nation. WWE superstar Daniel Bryan, who threw out the ceremonial first pitch while the Dodgers were in town, and he joins us here in the Freak Nation and. How do you rate that pitch, Brian?
12: Well, I'm actually surprised that you didn't mention it yourself, that it was the greatest first pitch in the history of first pitches. (laughs) I'm I'm shocked you didn't mention that.
2: Well, I can't get past this video of you during SmackDown, in the commercial break, doing the floss dance. That's the headline outside of that 9-5-mile-an-hour fastball you laid out there.
12: Well, if there's two things I'm good at in this life, it's flossing and fastballs. You can make that a T-shirt if you like. Oh my. That is awesome. We're going
3: to start with the hashtag, and there we go. Yeah,
12: <laughs> hashtag Flossing and Fastballs, Daniel Bryan style. Uh, oddly enough, I'm actually in the middle of legitimately flossing right now. I got a beard hair stuck in my teeth, so.
2: That's <laughs> the WWE Royal Rumble coming to Chase Field, January 2019, and Daniel Bryan <laughs> joining us here in the Freak Nation. How did you do in the batting cage?
12: Uh, so uh, shockingly, I did much better than I expected. You know, I did I did batting practice with the Philadelphia Phillies a couple of years ago, and I was awful, literally dirt worst. Like I haven't played baseball since I was 12 years old, and when I was 12, I wasn't even good. So I knew <laughs> stepping into the batting cage, I knew it was going to be a, I knew it was going to be a rough go. But the first couple pitches, I was like, oh oh, this is going to be another bad one. But then I started hitting a couple balls. I hit a couple into the outfield, and I even hit one over the fence. What? Uh, but I mean, it was yeah, not a home run style over the fence. It was like a foul ball over the fence. Oh. But I still consider it, like I still consider it a huge success. So uh, Kenny, so, we, yeah, need to, I was,
3: we need to yeah, edit that so part we, of the interview right there because just stop it where he <laughs> says over the fence, so that it'll sound like a home run.
12: <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It sure will. Yeah, it'll sound like a home run. There you go.
4: Daniel Bryan, you've been in some of the biggest crowds imaginable as part of the wrestling world. But when you go in front of a normal sports crowd, they may not know who you are. How do you handle that? How do you get ready to face a crowd that has no idea you're a superstar?
12: Uh, well, so it's always interesting because sometimes like when I go out and they'll want me to do the yes chant. And this is the weirdest thing. <laughs> this, is, this happened at a Phoenix Suns game. They're like, yeah, before the game, just go out and get the fans going in a yes chant. I am like. I don't think they know what a yes chant is. And so it's like, I went out in front of this Phoenix Suns game, and it's like right before the game starts. I'm like, okay, go out there and start yesing. And I go out and do it, and everybody's just confused. They don't know what it is. And then the referee's pushed me off the court. And it's just like, hey, we have to start the game. What's this guy doing out here throwing his arms in the air? And so sometimes it is a little weird. <laughs> but, you know, it's. It, you know, one of the nice things about a baseball stadium as opposed to, like, the basketball arena is that people are so far away. So if they're questioning, like, what is this guy doing out here, at least I can't hear him. You know what I mean? And I can see pockets of people doing the yes chant. So that's the nice thing. And also, baseball fans are very generous. And they're like, oh, this guy's out here throwing first. I guess even if we don't yes chant, we'll at least applaud. You know, so, so that always makes me feel better. Yeah, Dodgers
3: fans aside, that is true. Baseball fans are very, very patient, very kind. And, yeah, you just get hugs no matter what.
12: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they sit through nine innings where, you know, like, you know, they're, they're watching. I think that's why baseball, going to a baseball game is one of the funnest experiences because you sit back, you relax, everybody's pretty chill. You know, there's a lot of time in between stuff. So you can enjoy, you can talk, and then you can watch the game. And that's why it's so fun.
2: At WWE Daniel Bryan on Twitter. You got four and a half freaking million followers. Dude. Four times what the Suns have. You can tell them what the hell to do. Yes or no or whatever <laughs> chant you want to do, bro. Yeah,
12: I know. My wife is always getting on me about actually not using my social media uh, to do anything productive in my life. So, yeah, I should probably do more to, uh, to, to do stuff with those four and a half million followers. I didn't even realize I had that many. If you were to have asked me, I would have said, uh A million, two million, I don't know, you know, but yeah.
3: (laughs) Where do you think most of your fandom has come from? Clearly your history is incredible, but somebody like me, I became more aware of you because of your comeback. You were down from the sport for a very long time, and it was an intermittent long time. So uh, somebody like me that doesn't necessarily follow wrestling as much, I know you from the comeback and want to cheer for you in that regard, but then you've got these millions of fans that know you from your history and your gazillion championships
12: yeah you know it's really interesting because uh so i've i've grown a relationship with the fans in a bunch of different ways, some of it, like you said is from my history my my past time in wrestling, some of it because people have gotten attached to the story I was uh forced to retire and i've been out for three years um and people have kind of followed me along that journey of like wow, this guy had concussion issues and now he's back to wrestling like it's uh, and I was told that I'd never wrestle again you know and so uh, people have followed along with that journey but a- another important aspect of it too is my wife has she's a part of two reality shows so people who aren't even WWE fans have followed me on that and they watched it on the <laughs> E-Network like Total Bellas or something like that so I get like women who don't look like wrestling fans all the time coming up to me and go, oh, my gosh, we love your show. And i like, that's how I know that you're a fan of Puddle Bellas. And so, uh, so, yeah, there's a bunch of different people from a bunch of different avenues, you know, and I feel very fortunate to have, uh, to have stayed connected with so many people.
4: Wrestling superstar Daniel Bryan is here getting ready for the January 2019 Royal Rumble at Chase Field. Danny, you bought up the E-Channel, and that that came up in a conversation with Jay Cutler, former NFL star. He said he's never been more famous than appearing on a cable TV show with his wife. You found that to be the case? That cable can bring a whole nother level of stardom? Well,
12: so uh, I I do find that to be true, but also Jay Cutler played for the Bears, and I don't think he was... Uh, I don't think many people liked him to begin with, so yeah. <laughs> that's right. I'm yes. starting a feud with Jay Cutler right here on the Freak Nation. I challenge him to a match at WrestleMania, or maybe even at the Royal Rumble here at Chase Field. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes, I do. I do agree with Jay Cutler. That uh, but yeah, it does bring a lot more fandom, and it's just a dim- different demographic of people. You know, like when you watch, when you look at how many people watch football, and the discrepancy between who watches football and who watches the E Network, it's a different, uh, it's a different fan group, it's a different demographic, and that's the same thing with WWE and the E Network, which is why I think it's such a valuable, it's a, such a valuable thing to WWE as a whole.
3: No, what? hold what? on, hold on. What? Jay Cutler has three hundred and forty-two thousand followers on Twitter. You have $4.9 Case closed. Oh, take that,
12: Jay
7: Cutler! <laughs> take that, Jay Cutler!
8: Case
2: closed! Why don't you get Jay Cutler maybe to be maybe the manager of the awesome one prior to your October match coming up?
12: You think the Miz wants Jay Cutler as his manager? <laughs> <laughs> I, so, so, And this is not a knock on Jay Cutler. The Miz is a Cleveland Browns fan. Oh. That kind of tells you what kind of person... The Miz is. And, so I think, and, and I'm going to give. I'm going to give a little bit of credit to Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler is way too good to be the manager for the Miz. So, oh. so yeah, I'll, I'll throw that out there now. Yeah, if Jay Cutler is going to come to WWE, I want to match with him one on one. We'll see. We'll see who's. We'll see who the better athlete is.
2: Daniel Bryan, WWE superstar here in the Freak Nation. Are the wrestlers set for the Royal Rumble in January yet? Do we know who it's going to be?
12: Uh, nothing is ever set for sure in WWE. (laughs) Uh, Things are constantly changing Uh, on, I feel like on a daily basis, but usually one of the fun things about the Royal Rumble is that you never know who's going to be in the Royal Rumble match, right? So there's 30 uh, superstars. There's uh, in fact, last year we did, we did two Royal Rumbles. We did one for the women and one for the men. And there's always some surprises. So you never know somebody like, uh, Jay Cutler may go out there. I, I you know I was at the Diamondbacks game trying to convince Randy Johnson to come out and be a part of the Royal Rumble in January. Uh, and so you know I like I you know you never know who's going to come out.
3: You know who would go is Archie Bradley.
12: Yeah, do you know what? Archie Bradley gave me some excellent beard grooming tips <laughs> and got me into a barber's chair where they Ooh, wow. where the team barber trimmed up my beard. So yeah, I think uh, I think me and Archie we could actually form a heck of a tag team. To be fair,
2: oh yeah,
3: without
12: question,
2: it's badass. Daniel Bryan here, the
3: bearded brothers, the bearded
12: (laughs) brothers taking WWE by storm.
3: Do it! I swear he would do it. That is just his personality. Just keep keep talking to him. Yeah, bearded brothers,
12: flossing and fastballs. (laughs) perfect.
2: (laughs) Perfect. Oh, the Royal Rumble coming up in January. At Chase Field, Daniel Bryan, join us here in the Freak Nation.
12: Yeah, thank you guys very much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to be on. See
2: you, buddy. Yep, thank you.
12: Not
0: Not much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio or Helio. Not, not, not. not,
8: not
0: Well, not only that. Much,
3: much, much. Thank you, I love you. And
0: headlining the party. Douchebags. Not much motorsports. The
3: Freaks. Not much motorsports.
2: You know, Freak Nation, leave it to us to help prepare you for Halloween. Even though as late as, or as early as middle of August, in Costco, they had Christmas trees for sale.
3: Oh, that's right. Not Halloween in the middle of August. No. Christmas.
2: Yeah, man. So, to get you prepared for Halloween, Freak Nation... A skull-shaped death comet asteroid will fly by Earth around Halloween. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, It's going to arrive a little too late for Halloween, but an eerie skull-shaped asteroid that some are calling the death comet is coming back for another visit. On November 11th, asteroid 2015 TB145 will zoom past Earth at a distance of... Damn, it's going to be close. You might want to kind of duck 25 million miles.
3: And we're going to see this duck. How the hell comet? do we
2: see that thing?
3: We're going to see it at 25 million miles away. It's basically going to be a flash of light, right? <laughs>
2: the, the first observed flyby, Space Rock, occurred on October 31st, 2015. At that time, the Space Rock, NASA dubbed the Great Pumpkin, Flew past at much closer distance of about whoa, 300,000 miles. The moon's orbits the moon orbits the Earth at an average of 239 million, no, 239 miles. 239, how, how you doing, Kenny? 239,000 miles. <laughs> how the hell do we see a damn meteor 25 million miles away, man? That sounds like a Clinton
4: conspiracy, obviously. It's a conspiracy to uh, keep us from seeing or a conspiracy to keep us to see things. Yeah, right. The Clintons are at fault.
2: Why didn't they call it the Clinton meteor, Statman?
4: They already called it the death meteor. That's the same (laughs) thing.
2: (laughs) Crasher, you got one?
3: Well, if we want to keep up with the... Halloween theme. Yeah. Well, this goes beyond Halloween, actually. There's a website out there, and people in L.A. are totally up on it. Partygoats.com, where goats are being hired at $99 an hour. Well, two of them for $99 an hour to be, like, party fun. They're available for film shoots, house, and rap parties. Yes, these boats are boats. Goats are Pippin' and Spanky. And they're available from their mama scout, Raskin.
4: Wait, 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 wait. A goat named Pimpin?
3: Pip, no, Pippin, <laughs> like the musical. <laughs> Pippin. Ew. Yeah. Okay, let's make
4: that clear. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> what about goat yoga? Do they say it's for goat yoga?
3: No, just basically parties. And some celebrities who have booked these goats, Steve Harvey, Drew Carey, Sean White, DJ Khalid. Yeah, NBA star Blake Griffin.
2: They can't just buy some damn goats and go big pipping with them? Ah!
3: Here's the deal. You rent these goats for $99 an hour, and they also, this rental company, PartyGoats.com, they also promise to clean up all the mess. So Mm -hmm. you let them poop all over your party, and the group comes in and cleans up for you so you don't have to clean up the poop.
4: Is that included in the $99 an hour?
3: That is. That's not an added fee.
4: Oh wow! Obviously, they're not based in Southern California,
3: <gasps> but they are.
4: But they don't know what the possibilities are. You got to, <laughs> you know, Step you got
3: You need to be their goat agent.
4: Yeah, you got it. People have called me a goat before. You know, I mean, in all the derivations of the
2: word goat. A man a- in upstate New York is the Pied Piper of. Raccoons. Eddie Lawrence. It's very fall-like. He's been seen in a viral video playing a tune on his flute in a state forest as raccoons emerge from the woods, cross a dirt path, and form a semicircle around him. Yep, there's video. Uh, the, the animals can't get enough old, Mr. Lawrence. Video's performance has become quite an internet sensation. We'll put it out on Twitter. at Speed Freaks. Lawrence says he plays a traditional Native American tune called, of course, Raccoon Dance. (laughs) They didn't dance, but they came around to see what was going on. He said he just learned how to play the Native American flute last month. The flute is a very mellow instrument, and it seemed to, to have reassured them that everything was going to be okay. And, they, and then they whipped out some of their pastels and their painting sheets.
3: Okay, now you're lying.
2: And our good friend Bob, Bob, Ross. Bob Ross came out and painted them some good raccoon mm. silhouettes. Not it's a, a happy freak. silhouette. Of course, it's not much Motorsports Freak Nation. There you go. That's how we roll with this thing, man. Now the roval is over, and we move on to... More ovals for your NASCAR Cup Series. Wake up, man. It's right there in front of you. Texas. Do it, man. Do it. One of your two races. Use the road course, please. Come on. Vegas. California Speedway. You heard Statman talking about it. We'll do it again next weekend, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Crashers over there. Thank you. Paul, thank you, Triple F. Alex, Suave, thank you guys. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Everything will be up there tomorrow morning. Shoot the juice to the moose to Statman. Got it, Lou. Late.
8: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefine.